0: And I'm running like I couldn't tell you like they didn't even have photographers there in the first part of the race, which was like kind of weird. But like I had the biggest grin on my face, like I was literally just like smiling with this cheesy grin on my face for literally the first half mile. Hey, healthy runners, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited for this fall. I'm excited for live races coming back. Hopefully you are as well. And my question to you is, are you looking to regain your running fitness back and get back in shape so you can feel good about yourself again? Or you might even have aspirations for hitting a personal best for your fall half marathon or your marathon. Or you might be looking to just actually do a race in a healthy way and actually not get injured with getting shin splints or having plantar fasciitis, or having knee pain, and be able to actually cross that finish line without limping across it. So I'm super excited to announce that our widely popular Team Healthy Runner half marathon and marathon training programs will begin to get you to crush your fall race. What will you get with this program? You're going to get your own run coach. You're going to get the community support of our whole team of run coaches, and you're going to get a run plan that is right and suited for your needs, as well as our widely popular healthy runner strength program. This healthy runner strength program has all of the principles that we've talked about in this podcast, strengthening all your specific running muscles Providing you the training, we take out all the guesswork, so you don't need to just do random exercises that you've seen in different places. We provide you the structure, the accountability, the support to actually feel stronger in your runs, so your runs feel easier and you get faster, and most importantly, you stay healthy along the way. So if you want to learn more about our new Team Healthy Runner training program for the fall 2021. Click the link in the show notes below to learn more. And if you're wondering if this is a good fit for you, reach out to me. Shoot me a DM in Instagram, hit me up on Facebook Messenger, or just shoot me an email, dwayne at sparkyourtraining.com. I hope to see you joining our team, and I hope to help take your running to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again welcome to the healthy runner podcast hello healthy runners and welcome to our live show on what i took away from my first live race back since covid so it's been 21 months And that is how long it's been since I have been able to be surrounded by our running community for a live half marathon. And I just needed to come on here to share my thoughts about racing and where we stand as a running community since the pandemic began. So for context, I have continued to train ever since COVID hit. I worked out of my living room For uh, three months, when gyms were closed, I continued to run because it was part of my life. And when everything got turned upside down, I needed to keep running as part of my life, right? And when everything was turned upside down, I needed the structure of running to kind of keep my head on straight and keep some consistency and sanity uh, within my schedule. So I organized fundraising 5Ks, 10Ks, and uh, really a half marathon. So that was our Spark Your Soul uh, race series that we did here in Connecticut to help keep runners motivated during the pandemic. And yesterday, I finally ran my first live race for the Cheshire Half Marathon here in Connecticut. So this is my hometown race, and we were fortunate enough to be the training partner for the event And you might be thinking, uh, who does a half marathon in mid-July during the hottest time of the year on the East Coast? So I personally have never done uh, a half marathon in mid-summer in July or August, but because of COVID, our local half marathon, the Cheshire half, uh, was postponed um, until it was safe enough to run the event. So I wanted to come on here to share my thoughts. On the team of healthy runners, we had the pleasure of working with during the last 12 weeks, my personal running journey and my thoughts about our running community and the future of racing. So those of you who are here on the live, you can see I'm rocking my new metal swag. I'm rocking the new healthy runner merch. So we got a little spark uh, merchandise here. And that is actually so this was a special Uh, order that I did for all of our team of healthy runners for this specific uh, half marathon. In case you guys want to know, we will be having an official uh, healthy runner store of merchandise um, with great race swag stuff for runners, by runners, right, that you can actually wear to run in, just like these tanks that I got were really great because they wicked sweat away, and it was like perfect for race conditions yesterday. Um, So, yeah, thank you guys so much for jumping on here. I like I couldn't even like get all my thoughts together. So last night after the race, like first live half marathon, it was like really hard for me to even post anything. Like I was just going through the pictures. Um so took plenty plenty of pictures and I was going through all of them and just thinking about all of, you know, the runners that Um, We're at the event and thinking about all the runners that I came into contact with, interacted with, and it was just such a special day. It was hard for me to even put it in words. So yesterday's post, last night, I shared the photos so everyone can grab photos of themselves um, who were at the event and then I figured I'd do this episode and really get a little bit more reflective thoughts about, you know, now it's like 24 hours after the race. And I wanted to share some reflective thoughts on the team itself, kind of my personal running journey because um, it's a journey, it's never a destination. And then my thoughts about the running community um, in general and really the future of racing. Because honestly, if you guys are anything like me, I really question whether or not we would ever, ever get back to like live racing as we once knew it. So I'm going to share that. So first for my team of healthy runners, uh, these were the, the folks who just completed 12 weeks of dedicated training, um, which included either two to three days of strength training, four to five days of running. Um, and the past four weeks, it's been brutal weather. Like it's been super humid, super hot. And especially here in Connecticut, there's been a lot of rain. It's been like such a weird July. There's been more rain than we've ever had in July. Like I feel like every single July I'm having to put my sprinkler on or my lawn is just getting burnt, you know? So it's been a really, really weird uh, summer here in Connecticut. And these 25 runners who are in our program stuck with the plan trusted our healthy runner coaches and trusted the process so we are so proud to say that our dropout rate for our team program is next to nothing as our coaches have kept them accountable and on track no matter what life throughout them uh, we are flexible and developed a plan that works around their schedule family life work life and as uh, coach lou stated within our community that we have of everyone who's on the team we did speed work in the heat in the rain and we learned to thrive under non-optimal circumstances so we not only trained to run or run a half marathon but we gained physical strength and more most importantly the mental strength right that brings about positive changes in all aspects of our life so all of our athletes showed resilience persistence and crushed their race even if it was not a personal best, right? We did have a couple of runners who managed to get a PR though. So, which is like really amazing given the weather conditions. So shout out to Annie and Leticia. Um, so let me, um, let me just share, honestly, a little bit of my personal running journey um, and what I experienced from a personal perspective, because This training cycle was really um, a difficult one for me personally, probably the most difficult. And the reason for that was I was met with an extremely high workload challenge. Um, So at my faculty job, uh, I had a new course that I was teaching and I needed to create content on a daily basis. And I was in the classroom every single day of the week. So this was extremely high workload. My sleep schedule was... uh, terrible. I like hate to admit it, but it's been absolutely terrible. And I wasn't getting proper sleep. And unfortunately, I did um, need to sacrifice some of my training. So not making any excuses by any means, but I'm just sharing this because I know there are many of you out there listening that have workload challenges. So whether it's either work, work, right, or family life, And you got things going on and you're trying to stay healthy. You're trying to stay active. You're trying to run, right? And these things happen. And we need to find ways to manage and create solutions to overcome these obstacles. So that being said, I was not getting in my usual three days of strength training and my five days of running. However, the thing that I did do during this training cycle is I really prioritized my training to make sure I didn't miss what I needed most out of kind of my goals of training during this um, training block. And that was really building upon the foundation I set for the first three months of 2021 and then the next three months of 2021. So this was really prioritizing my track Tuesdays because this was the first training block that I actually started doing speed work. And I also prioritized my tempo runs as well as my long runs, because the long runs are really what you need to prioritize most when training for the half marathon or the marathon. So that was like huge that I, that I think I did perform the way I did uh, perform for this race because I prioritized that. So even though my weekly mileage was down, and my number of running days per week was down, my number of strength days per week was down, um, I was still able to put in the harder training runs to continue moving forward in my running fitness from the base building I did establish in those first two training blocks. So if you don't know what I'm talking about in terms of cycling your training, and this is new to you as you're listening, those that are on Facebook, if you type in training cycle into the comment box, I'll shoot you that previous training I did on the podcast. It was actually the first episode of 2021 this year in January and uh, that I did on that topic and talked about the importance of cycling your training throughout the year and not just running the same all throughout the year. So if you type down the comment box, I'll shoot you that um, previous training that I have done on that topic. And If you're listening on the podcast, you can check that out on episode 50. So, that was the episode in which I did share that information on um, training cycles. So, if you type that in, then I, or if you check out that episode wherever you listen to the podcast, um, you'll learn a little bit deeper dive on, you know, how you program and how you think about, you know, cycling your training throughout the year. So, yesterday I was able to run a 149.50 halftime, which for me, again, I'm not sharing times to compare, contrast, um, anything like that. It, for me, that's definitely slower than I would like to run, right? So everyone's at their own level of fitness. So let me just start out by saying that. Um, we all have our own level of fitness. We all have our own goals. I'm still trying to improve my half marathon time. Like for me, that is my goal right now. My goal is not to run another marathon. Um, I talked about this in uh, within our group and um, Coach Whitney from Arizona talked about possibly coming to Connecticut uh, next year in 2022, and possibly running the Hartford Full Marathon. So, I did kind of put a little bet out there saying if she did come out here to run that, that I might have to give the full marathon another try. So, we'll see if that's on the docket. But my goal right now is still to improve my running fitness for my half marathon time. So, for me, this time was, um, I was very satisfied with the result given the weather conditions. Um, so it was very, very hot and humid, um, temperature wise, wasn't bad, but it was about the dew point, um, for yesterday. So the dew point was between 70 and 75 degrees. And as I learned this on actually episode 27 of the healthy runner podcast, and we had our guest, Stephanie Blosey on from fleet feet in West Hartford, She shared with us, because she was a former meteorologist before she owned Fleet Feet, and she shared with us why we need to be looking at dew point and how that impacts your running performance more so than the temperature does. So if you haven't checked that episode out, check out episode 27. Those that are here on Facebook, if you want to drop into the comment box, dew point, and I will send you uh, the replay. Of that interview that I had with Stephanie it was very very insightful, and I learned a whole lot about summer running and how it affects your body from a physiologic standpoint. Um, so I was pretty happy with that time. It was five minutes faster than the previous half marathon that I did twelve weeks ago, which was the virtual Delaware Half Marathon. However, that half marathon I had some significant GI distress. So that wasn't a typical race um, performance, I would say, but it was a lot slower than the 144 that I did last fall. And that was my virtual Hartford half marathon last fall. So that's kind of the goal. And my expectations was not to actually get a 144. I would have been super happy if I did. um, But given the weather, right, in October, when it was 50 something degrees, ideal half marathon conditions, I was able to do a 144. Yesterday I knew with the dew point that it probably wasn't realistic, right? So again, just keep in, in mind your expectations when you are running, especially if you guys are running a race this summer. Um I'm kind of curious who here on the live is actually running a race this summer. So you're going to be running at the end of July or you're running in August. Um, I know me personally, like I said, I usually never race in July or August, Um, but I'm kind of curious to see how many people are. And, you know, I, from like a personal perspective, like I just thought about this as for those that haven't run the Cheshire half marathon before the race starts kind of behind the high school off of the track. There's a side street, it's pretty wide side street and you start on the race there And as I started, right, you hit like the start button on your Garmin and you start running like I'm making sure my music was all set. Boom. I had my playlist going and I'm running like I couldn't tell you like they didn't even have photographers there in the first part of the race, which was like kind of weird. But like I had the biggest grin on my face, like I was literally just like smiling with this cheesy grin. On my face for literally the first half mile like that's how excited i was to actually be in that environment again and like crossing a start line like hearing the national anthem like everyone's going off together people are running around you you're having to like dodge in and out of people which is like weird like you know when someone's a little bit slower in front of you you're like dodging in weaving you're like okay i don't want to hit them though i don't want to like sprain an ankle right like you know that feeling you guys know what i'm talking about um i was just so grateful honestly to be in that situation at that moment in time i can't even like express to you how grateful i was i was like i really honestly a year ago didn't even think i would ever do this again almost you know or if we could ever do this again so i just had the biggest uh grin on my face um As far as race strategy and pacing goes, I took a lot of what Coach Lou shared in episode 72 on the podcast and what pace you should run. So I focused on really that first three miles on controlling my breathing, kind of getting in control of my pace and not purposefully going out too hard. So my whole goal that first three miles was control your breathing like, keep your rating of perceived exertion at about a six. That's what was my goal, like about a six, um, you know, not looking at my pace too much. I did check my pace a couple of times to see, hey, am I near kind of my goal pace, right? So for me, that was just a little over eight minute mile. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't in the sevens, right? So that's one thing I always tell all my runners, like, you know, check your watch, just make sure those first couple of miles, you're not you know, seeing numbers you shouldn't be seeing. Cause I knew if I was in the sevens, I would definitely be blowing myself out when mile 10 came. So my goal was to like stay around my goal pace, not go too fast and try to get in control of the race, try to get in control of my breathing, try to relax a little bit, keep my shoulders down. Think about my running form, right? Make sure my elbows weren't flailing out. My upper traps were all like tightened up and I'm running like this, right? So I was trying to get more relaxed and really use my diaphragm for breathing. Um, So I thought that went pretty well. And then miles four through 10, which is like the mid part of the race. And Coach Lou shared this in his episode was kind of like, just try to hit your goal pace at this you know point of the race and try not to drift off your pace. And I felt like I did a pretty good job at this. Um, I was really using some people around me as like targets and being like, okay, let me stick with this person. All right, let me stick with this person. Uh, the other thing that was kind of uh, interesting was the water stops. Right, like I haven't done that in literally 21 months. Like grabbing the cups, right, pinching the cups, making sure half of the cup doesn't fall on your shirt. Uh, so the I, I think I did a pretty decent job at that. I was a little a little rusty on the first one. I got probably a little too much on my shirt, um, but then I, I did a little bit better job as we went on with each of the water stops. And really, in terms of like race strategy mile 10, it was like, okay, here we go. Now the race has begun. And I kept saying that in my head. I was like, all right, middle miles, just let's stay, stay, you know, near my goal piece. Let's stay here. Let's stay here. Let's stay here. Hey, healthy runners. This episode that you are listening to right now is sponsored by our friends over at UCAN Nutrition. And we all love their products. They're Patent Superstarch, which delivers that steady, long-lasting energy without the spike and then the crash, and their new Ucan Energy Edge. Gel that you can take with you during your runs. But today I needed to share this with you because it's summer, it's hot, we're getting sweaty out there, and we are losing a lot of electrolytes. So how do I replenish my electrolytes during my long sweaty runs is with UCAN's Hydrate product. I love this product. I've been using it for 10 years now. It provides you the electrolytes to stay hydrated without the sugar so you get that like spike and then a crash in your energy levels so since you are a part of our healthy runner community you will always get 20 percent off all of your orders at youcan.co just use code healthy runner during checkout when placing your order go ahead and give you cans hydrate a try for your next long sweaty run and trust me you won't regret it now let's get back into this episode the race hasn't even started. Right. And that's really mile 10 came, And I was like, all right, here we go. Now you've earned the right to actually race. So that's where I really started to, you know, push a little bit harder. I got really uncomfortable. Um, By the way, like those who haven't shared or haven't listened to uh, coach Lou's episode, episode 72. If you guys are here on Facebook, Um, Just drop in pace into the uh, comment box and I'll be able to uh, shoot that episode with you, especially if you have a race coming up, then um, let me know. So Melanie says she's got the Newport 10 miler in uh, or did the Newport 10 miler in June. Superhuman that day. Dewpoint is no joke. No, it is the equalizer. Absolutely. Mel, it's like, you know, it's one of those things that it, it just, you don't realize its impact. Um, I was just really grateful, honestly, yesterday that the sun really didn't come out. It popped out like twice when I was on the course and then it came out a little further. So I felt bad for the runners after me. Cause I was like, wow, when that sun came out, Ooh, that was definitely a difference maker. So we were definitely lucky in the fact that it was mostly cloudy, um, for the day, but the air was thick. It was real, real thick. Um, so i walk to drink uh, francisco says um, so crystal yes peace you know someone really is to help you with that yesterday um it would have been hell of a great 10k though yes we talked about that after crystal and you know you did a great job but yeah that would be my recommendation and we all learn from every race and that's why i'm sharing this and you know i was thinking about i was kind of going back and forth on what i wanted this episode to be and i really settled on you know what hey it was the first live race so let me share some some thoughts, um, from like a, a bird's eye view, like overall perspective, I can share some of my running myself perspective, and then really about our running community, um, and be able to help some other runners. And we all learn. And like, that is one thing, like the conditions weren't ideal, but I was pleased with my personal, like race strategy. So again, if, This has been an issue for you. We have live trainings on this. So check those out and we all learn. And the other one that was super helpful for me, and I took a lot of what Paul DeVillo said from the DevRunner YouTube channel in episode 76, and him and I talked about how to find your mental edge. I actually replayed this episode. You guys are going to like think I'm a total geek here. Um, I actually replayed this episode three times this past week. Every single run I went on, I literally listened to my own voice in, in, in my ears. Um, really, I was listening to Paul's voice and some of the things that he said. And one thing that I kept doing during this race was repeating my mantras. And the one that really stuck with me, because I had a couple that I was like going back and forth with. And then the one that really stuck with me that I kept going back to and I thought was super helpful was pain is temporary pride is forever. And that really resonated with me. And I think was really helpful um, toward the end of the race, especially. So Paul, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for that shout out to you. Um, those that want to learn more about kind of finding that mental edge, like, cause that's where I feel my running, like needs the most help is really at mile 10, right. From my half marathon and 11 and 12, Uh, When it gets like super tough and it's like really at that point, mind over matter, especially physically, if you're prepared for the race and you've had the right race strategy where you're kind of, you know, not going too hard out of the gates to begin with. Um, So if you guys want that one, uh, just type in mental edge into the comment box. I'll shoot you that link as well. Um, And then, or you can listen to an episode 76 on the healthy runner podcast. Um, The other new things that I must share with you guys that was super helpful for this race were the things I learned from coach Whitney in episode 80 on running gear. And here are some of the things that I really um, put into play. And you heard me talk about these last week, but guys, squirrels, nut butter, the stuff really works like no joke. The amount of sweat yesterday was like absolutely ridiculous. Like if you guys saw my shorts, if you go to Facebook, go to Instagram, you see any like the running photos of me at the end of the race, my shorts literally look like I just jumped in a pool with my running clothes on. Right. That's how much sweat was on. Like everyone right at the race. And I was like, super, super impressed that literally took a shower and did not have like scalding skin, like irritated skin um, where previously all of my long runs in which I used body glide for um, the past, you know, four or five weeks doing like long, hot, sweaty runs, especially when I went down South. Um, like I got chafed, my skin irritated. It was just not fun whatsoever. And the squirrels, not butter. Like that stuff is no joke. Like My skin was totally fine after that. I was like super surprised. I was like, wow, this stuff really worked. So if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend uh, you check out squirrel's nut butter to prevent chafing um, if chafing is an issue. The other thing that Coach Whitney shared that was super uh, helpful, chapstick. Guys, chapstick on the eyebrows, like it worked. Seriously. Again, the amount of sweat that I had was just like my eyes would have been stinging and burning. And literally not once did I have a sweat go into my eyes. So thank you, Coach Whitney, for that tip. If you guys missed that tip, um, just the original chapstick, not any of the flavored stuff, because you're probably going to like attract um, flies and mosquitoes and stuff. But I just like literally painted my eyebrows with this stuff. Um, I don't know. I did like 10 strokes. I was like, let me get as much on as possible. And that stuff prevented any sweat from going in my eye. So thank you for that. The other thing that I thought was super helpful because a lot of runners at this race especially had cramps and muscle cramps. Um for me it was trying the salt sticks, uh the fast chews. So that was super helpful. These guys right here, um they they were really helpful and the one thing that I could say is it was a little tricky for me being a novice on how to carry them with you because they are like um I don't know, fast chews. So they like disintegrate if they have liquid on them or if you're sweating a lot. So I had them in a little bag, but the bag kind of ripped. So what I need to do for next time is to get like a little uh, container, basically to hold them, pop them open, be able to like pop one or two in my mouth. But I took one of those at every single water stop. So pretty much like every two miles, I took one or two of those. That in addition to doing the You Can Hydrate which again, replenishes sodium. So if you're gonna be sweating a whole lot, it's all about like the sodium that you're losing in your sweat. And that's what can cause some muscle cramps when you're running any you know long distances. So I think that helped the salt sticks, the UCAN hydrate certainly helped out a lot as well as the UCAN edge. So I took one of those um, for fuel. During the run itself. So shout out uh, to this episode sponsor, our uh, partners, our friends over at UCAN, who provide amazing products to help us runners prevent that crash and burn that we can experience in a half marathon or a marathon. So planning your race strategy fuel is important as well. So again, I felt like my fueling standpoint, what I preloaded with before the race, everything I ate the days leading up, everything I drank leading up was like spot on, perfect. So again, these are the things that you want to, when things work, take notes and see what you did, right? Because that's what you want to replicate. And that's what I've been working on, honestly, for like 10 years now, since I've been running. And this is, it's taken me a while, right? To get, you know, it's still not always perfect. But um, it, it will, it will get better. And so I guess that's my like vote of confidence is that these things will get better. But if you guys have questions about like race strategy, fuel, reach out to one of our healthy runner coaches, and we'll be happy to help you um, steer you in the right direction to like previous trainings we've done. So we usually do a lot of nutrition, hydration episodes, and we have done many in the past. Um, lastly, I need to share with you guys the whole music thing. So I know some runners don't run with music for me, race. I need my music. I need my beats. I need to like, keep me, you know, going at that fast pace. The aftershocks headphones were like amazing. So I've always run with AirPods. I do the AirPod pros, you know, when those came out, um, for the past two years, they, those kept slipping out of my ears when I'm really sweating. And I knew this race was going to be really sweaty in mid-July. So I did invest in the aftershocks, amazing sound quality, and I didn't need to adjust them at all um, during my run. And I was even able to hear the pacers call out some of the times as I was going by each mile. Some of them were like a little like shallow, like, isn't that a little annoying? Like you have a pacer there, they're like calling out the time and they're like, whisper it. It's like, dude, like, you got to scream that thing, right? I got to be able to hear you. Um, So it was definitely amazing product. I highly recommend you guys who are struggling with headphones to really check out aftershocks. Um, Those were pretty darn amazing. And I didn't need to adjust them once. And again, sweat like everywhere um, that you can imagine. So if you missed last week's episode on the running gear, we even covered like so much more than what I just talked about. But um type in running gear into the comment box i'll shoot that to you or listen to episode 80 with coach Whitney um and then lastly and uh so let me just get to the comments here so Stacy yes i will shoot you that uh, mental edge um episode um as well and it was so good to see you by the way yesterday in person finally right um so francisco says he puts his in a plastic bag uh, i think for the salt sticks and yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, will post a, a link to the salt sticks as well. Um, I know coach Whitney shared that with me. I did the watermelon flavor, um, which probably, uh, you know, tastes a little bit better. And Jolene agrees and says the aftershocks are awesome as well. So really lastly, I wanted to, uh, you know, share my thoughts with the running community and I interact with all of you here within our healthy runner Facebook group, um, or in the Spark Your Training uh, Instagram account. And I love doing that, right? And it's been amazing to connect with all of you runners all over the globe. Like, it's just really, really cool. And I still like, can't believe that, you know, I help runners literally all over the world now because of technology and because of social media that I'm able to reach people. And like, you might be listening to this podcast halfway across the globe. And, you know, we might be working together via Zoom and in one of my coaching programs and you are literally across the world. So like that is the coolest thing ever. Who would have ever thought that I can be able to do that, have the impact that I do have. However, it was so nice to see my local runners who I haven't seen in 21 months, like Jolene, like Stacy, who's here, um, like Francisco, right? There were just so many of you that I was able to see um, yesterday and really the new thing that has happened since the last time I did do a live race is this podcast actually launched. Um, So for those that don't know, this podcast launched in February of 2020, actually right before the pandemic. So this was not a podcast that launched because of the pandemic, like so many new podcasts started after the pandemic. Um, My plans were to launch this, you know, in the end of 2019, and it took me a little bit longer to get those initial episodes done and how to launch a podcast and all of that. Um, But our first episodes actually kicked off in February 2020, but it was before the pandemic. So I actually never got to actually see many of you local runners um, who actually got to listen to the podcast. So I just want to honestly thank all of you who stopped me before the race, after the race, and just like total strangers, didn't know who you were. And you were like, hey, I listened to your podcast. Like, thank you so much for your episodes. It's been super helpful. Um, so if I ever see any of you guys at a live race, please stop me. Like, please just say hi and be like, hey, you don't know me, but, you know, I listen to the podcast. Because I am just so grateful and I love connecting with you listeners and getting to meet you. Like everyone that I talk to who is, you know, a candidate for one of my coaching programs, and I hop on a call with you and we talk. It's always like you've been listening to the podcast for many episodes and like I talked to five people today and it was just amazing to actually connect with you. uh, Just because again, this is like a one-way platform. Like I'm talking to you. I'm not hearing your response back. So whenever I can actually talk with you and communicate, it's just amazing. So if I ever see you at a race, I'm doing surf town in Rhode Island, Miss area in uh, September. Yes. September. Like connect with me, like stop me. Be like, Hey, Dwayne, like you said, for me to stop you. I don't even care if we're on the course. Like, dude, give me a wave, uh, say hi. So I just love hearing uh, from you, honestly. And so as a reminder, guys, if you are listening to this podcast right now during the run, don't stop your run. But after your run, if you're willing to let others know what you think, um, just because so many of you did tell me what you thought about the podcast. And if you did and you haven't left a Rating and review, like take two minutes, please, 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 if you can, on Apple podcast and, you know, leave a quick rating and review, like type how many stars you think that we deserve and uh, drop a sentence or two about what you love most about the podcast and then make sure that you subscribe. So the subscriptions are key in how these platforms, whether you're listening on Apple. Um, product or Spotify or Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, right? You're having um, Amazon Music and you're streaming. Um, that's how they know. And Alexa's going to start talking to me now. Look at this. <laughs> this is great. So now Alexa just started playing Billy Joel. So now you guys are going to hear me I have to say, Alexa, stop. All right. That was amazing. Um, So I will not mention her name again. um, But that is, by the way, Billy Joel is classic, great legend, local Long Island guy. Um, So I just love Billy Joel, but that is an aside. So that's how these platforms really recognize, you know, what shows are good and what they should recommend to their listeners. So if you're a runner who's gotten any benefit from any of these episodes, like please drop a rating review, Apple podcasts, and subscribe wherever you go. And honestly, copy the link, share it with a running friend of yours, because the more people we can help, the better, right? We Like my whole goal of this podcast was to be able to share some good quality information on how runners can train the right way right and stay healthy along the way so you can become smarter healthier and i thank you in advance for doing me that favor and leaving the rating and review if you're here on facebook i've literally outlined the steps on how to uh, leave a rating and review so if you type in rating and review in the comment box i will shoot you those steps it's a quick little blog that i did on screenshots of like what it looks like. And if you're listening on the podcast, I have a link to that in the show notes. Um, so now let me shift gears a little bit and talk about what really, I think racing in the future is really going to look like. Um, and you know, I was a bit concerned, and I know many of you were worried on what it would look like and never seeing starting lines the same right with the staggered starts that started rolling out and not having water on a course like would you always need to bring your own water and not having post-race food right with the race end and everyone just like scatters and no one actually like hangs out and um really get that sense of community and This race was honestly a very positive sign that as long as we control the spread of this pandemic, um, and I know we're not out of the woods yet, um, especially with some of the recent stuff going on with current variants out there and just kind of getting to the ceiling effect of people who do want to get vaccinated, um, really, and what it honestly all means for those of us who are vaccinated, but this race was a huge positive step in the right direction that really, if we control this virus, then we can have racing like we used to be. And I hope all of you listening to this can experience what myself and our local team of healthy runners really experienced for this half marathon, because it is just so nice to interact with runners getting after it like you are day in and day out right and it was just so nice to see so many people and like the post-race food and talking and chatting and how did your run go and how did your run go right and just like how many people i guess went up to was like that was an awesome race you ran like there are people in front of me i was like trying to catch them and i couldn't catch them and just like giving them kudos like i didn't know who they were they were total strangers and i'm like They ran a great race. Like, I'm going to let them know they ran a great race. And it was just so nice to honestly interact with our running community again. Um, So, if you're on a run right now, like, shout out to you for putting in the work. And I hope. You have an amazing rest of your run and count your blessings, honestly, and be grateful for being able to do what you love. And I hope that we are only able to continue to do that and we're all able to experience live racing like we did here in Connecticut um this past weekend. Um, so I thank honestly all of you for allowing me to share my first live race uh recap with you in this episode. I really kind of just recapping, I share with you my thoughts on our team of healthy runners. Uh, we had the pleasure of working with during the past 12 weeks, my personal running journey, and my thoughts about our running community and the future of racing. So if you are running a marathon or a half marathon this fall and are looking to catch some of the healthy runner goodness, that you saw me post about on Facebook or Instagram in those pictures. um, They really truly do say the story. Um, Myself and our team of Healthy Runner Coaches are committed to your race goal, no matter what it is, your first half marathon, your first marathon after COVID or running your best race like Annie did, Leticia did, um, or Emily who uh, we mentioned in last week's episode, right? This actually fall program is our largest cohort yet. And all 30 runners who are onboarded um, as of today. So they're all onboarded and they got their programs and we have availability for you to join the team this week. So this is your last chance to get you up and running, literally, um, to provide you the structure, the accountability, the run plan, the strength plan to run your best race, and not get injured along the way. So you can crush a fall half marathon or marathon. And if you're listening on the podcast, just click the link in the show notes to learn more about the program and get signed up this week. We'll get you onboarded and get you up to speed so you can be able to run your race. So I've answered a lot of questions about this program recently, and I'll be happy to answer your specific questions. This is not a training program like you will get anywhere else, honestly, for a half marathon, and marathon. It is well beyond um, you are getting a lot of personal coaching, one-on-one help, injury prevention by a running physical therapist and a team of coaches and a community that is just amazing. Like, I love our community. Um, You guys who are here on the live, that are a part of our community. Like, you know how much um, it means to me. And, you know, we're family. And if you're looking for the proper guidance to kind of take your running to the next level, we would love you to join our family. So thanks again for allowing me to share some reflective thoughts. Um, Shout out to all you who ran a half marathon this weekend and shout out to hopefully getting more of these medals, right? More hardware, more connection, more community. Um, All of that is great. It really is a nice little bow tie at the end of a training cycle and a training block. So as always guys, thank you for tuning in. Stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcast? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training. And you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at SparkYourTraining. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love so take a screenshot share it on instagram stories and tag me in it you can also find out how i help runners as well as our brand new healthy runner strength program by visiting our website sparkyourtraining.com thank you so much for listening and i just love our healthy runner family and remember guys let's stay active stay healthy and just keep running until next time